What's up party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as 5, 6, 7, 8. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to founder and director of Agency 105, Dancers Inc., Singers Inc. World, Temple 105, and Inc. Artist World, Chris Monod. We talk about the current situation of the world, COVID-19, as I like to call it, the world on pause. We talk about some of the things that we think performers can do to make the most of this time and make it beneficial to them. We also talk about how graduates of 2020 can view this time and how they can make the most of it as well. And then Chris tells us what he thinks about mental health and how it should be, I guess, spoke about and who it should be spoke about from. It's a great episode. Thank you so much, Chris, for all your time. Here is the wonderful Chris Minow. Boom, we're in. And today I have with me, I'm sure someone that you'll all know, and if you don't, I'm very concerned why, it is Chris Minot. Hello, good sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Kane? I am fantastic. Although it's a very rainy, gloomy day here in Swindon. Yeah, Um, Yeah, same here. Yeah, it's it's weird. I feel like uh, when the sun's not shining, I struggle a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. I'm the same. I'm definitely a... um, sun person i'm not keen on the i got caught in the rain earlier on and it was like a monsoon it was ridiculous uh, yes i I can i'm just lying here dreaming of um sunnier times sunnier (laughs) places sunnier places oh i bet you are um i uh i got back i went to get a starbucks drive-thru as i went to pick up some essential cleaning products for the house and uh Mm -hmm. I had my sunglasses on as I was ordering it in torrential rain and I thought, I look so stupid, I should take these off. Then I got back to the house and the sun came out. So I ran outside on the tree to do some exercise on my rings. Um, And I was like, oh my God, the sun's really out. I need to run back inside and put sun cream on, so I'm going to burn. So I ran inside, put sun cream on because I can burn in about 15 minutes. Um, And I ran back outside. Yeah, exactly. I ran back outside and the sun had gone. So I was like, fantastic. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter if there's sun or no sun. There's always an excuse for sunglasses. So don't worry about that. Yeah. You can have Bes- them on, rain, shine, whatever. Always have your sunglasses on. Besides a hangover. Yeah, that as well. It covers everything. It's all good. That's always a good reason for them. 
So what are we going to talk about today? So um, obviously I've had you on in the past and we, we discussed lots of topics before. But what mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you about today was, which I've kind of briefly spoke to you about before, is um, I'd like to just discuss the current situation that we're in at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And I see lots of people affected in different ways by the obviously lockdown or corona or COVID-19, whatever we want to call it, self-isolation, aka the world going on pause. Um, and I just want to kind of highlight some things that might, that are concerns for not so much our industry, because we can't really predict the future. We don't know Mm -hmm. what it's going to entail, but I would like to just maybe talk about some ways that we can help the individuals, the dancers, the, not even just dancers, performers, singers, just some, Mm -hmm. uh, different things to maybe give them a different perspective. Yeah. Maybe a bit of help. I, th- I think the the first thing um, to pick out of what you just you just prefixed this whole thing with is that, that none of us have a crystal ball. None of us can can predict the future. And while that doesn't mean we we sound doom and gloom because of that, it's just realistic. We have to to look at each day what what is being told to us. And there are so many conflicting things in the media. We're, we're told one thing one day and next day we're told something different yesterday we were told about a um a miracle drug that's been on the market for ages that we didn't know about and that apparently works for COVID-19 and there's just constantly lots of information to process all the time mm-hmm. and I'm a diary and dates person I've always been that way ever since young I've al- I've never looked into the future and just seen nothing mm-hmm. I've always have planned you know exactly what's coming up i know what i'm doing in six months time i know what i'm doing in a year's time and for me that helps the realization of whatever those events are coming to play it helps me uh, forge a, a, a critical path all the way towards those events now for the first time and you know i i am in in a similar situation to everybody that's experiencing um you know confusion as to what's going on for for the first time i was unable to do that Mm. and for the first sort of couple of days as that started to dawn on me there was a sort of wave of panic that hit me and i sort of thought hold on a minute i i can't say that we're going to do this in november because i don't know what's going to be happening in november Mm -hmm. and i don't know if we'll be allowed to go it was totally out of my hands and because i i am somebody who does like to be in control that that made me panic i thought this is just completely i don't know where i'm going with this but then I'm also someone who um, takes the time to stop and think. And I feel like a lot of, and I learned that. I didn't, I wasn't born with that. I had to learn it sometimes the hard way. Mm-hmm. And I stopped, stopped and thought about what this could be, what the benefits of this could be. And I, one of the things that I say in my book is about switching off the clock and the reason for switching off the clock is the clock is often the thing that tells you that you're running out of time, that you're getting older, that somebody's, you know, chomping at your heels, ready to be better than you. You know, all the things that make us panic about time and, and the clock or whatever. So I've said in all my workshops and everything that all my talks, everything I've ever done is that I've, I've told people to be aware of the clock and switch it off at times when it's starting to cause you anxiety. It's starting to make you feel like you're panicking. Mm-hmm. And but with this situation, to to further sort of uh, move on that on that philosophy, 
I'm, what I'm telling people to do is switch off the calendar because actually looking into two months, a month, three months, six months in the, in the future is not going to help you right now. No. Because it, it maybe is going to induce more anxiety. It's going to make you fearful. You're going to be worrying about lots of different things. And there are things that are out of your hands. So then the next thing I thought, okay, well, this is the best time to shrink everything right down. You know, it doesn't mean you lose your ambition. It doesn't mean you have to stop what you were doing or your progress you were making prior to COVID-19 kicking in. Doesn't mean that. It just means we have to shrink everything right down and start to focus on what we can do day to day. Because if we're not even looking into next week and we're not planning what's happening, we can only really focus on the here and now. We can only really focus on today. Mm-hmm. And shrinking it down, you know, I, I've had so many of my clients I've spoken to and they've said, you know, I've woken up in the morning and I've felt good and I've, you know, done my workout and I've uh, eaten well and I've, you know, started to push through the day. Then by about four o'clock, five o'clock, I've started to panic and I've started to worry because I've run out of things to do. And then I'm thinking about, oh my God, what if I don't work again? What if I'm, you know, I'm getting too old or what if I'm not going to be able to, to go back to the industry? What if there isn't enough jobs? And all those things start coming into their head Hmm. and it's inevitable. And what I want to say to everybody is, first of all you're normal for thinking all those things um you're not the only one because i've heard it from people who are ceos of companies um people who are performers and uh actors or people from the west end people from the commercial dance industry um people who don't work in our industry people who work in banks or whatever their normal job is they've all they're all feeling exactly the same things Mm -hmm. and some of those people have families and they have dependents they have people that they have to provide for you know not just themselves so they've even got sort of a double responsibility or a double set of panic because they're worrying on behalf of other people Mm. so uh, going back to shrinking the problem if you're focused on on the day ahead of you and what it is you've got to do that day fill that day out as much as you can with knowledge with with gaining more knowledge and i know that that's you know, a hard thing and motivation is, you know, sometimes difficult in this period because you're at home, you're looking at the same four walls all the time. There's not a lot to inspire you, but more than ever, there are um, ways to access online. If you have access to, to the internet, then there is a plethora of, of information out there that you can start to absorb if you seek it out. Mm. And the times when you're, when your brain is telling you that you're sliding into panic mode is a time where you go, okay, I need to feed my brain with something else because I feel like worry and anxiety is praying for all the things you don't want. Mm. It's praying for all the things you don't want to happen. So you have to go, okay, my brain is obviously at a point where it's starting to, to go into this panic mode. What can I do instead? And it's because your brain's it's bored, essentially. What it wants it wants stimulation. It wants something. So you must find something you can stimulate. I, um, I have to say, I, I haven't learned a language in this four months, <laughs> which at the beginning of the time, I'm, I'm desperate to learn Spanish at the moment. But in actual fact, I haven't had enough time to do it, which is yeah. bizarre. But I've, I've instead really looked up things that I wanted to find out about. 
I've looked into um, techniques in filming, which is something that I was really interested in. Mm -hmm. I've looked into um, different people's work, like different um, uh, directors and people who, who have done sort of a whole body of work in film. I've sort of looked at their, their work, uh, you know, over, uh, over the 10 years or whatever they've been working and I've tried to pick out the signatures of their work. There's so mm -hmm. much stuff I feel like I've picked up and I've worked on because I didn't allow myself to go, okay, this is, we're in, I'm, I'm in panic mode. What am I going to do next? Yeah. And it, it's been actually, I feel each day, I mean, I'm sure people, I was talking to one of the dancers this morning and she said, you know, everybody's gone through this in phases. Like people have had good times. They've had really positive times and, and motivational times. And then they've slid down. And they've had dark times and then they've tried to fight their way back up. So it's been a real roller coaster for a lot of people. It's not been an easy thing. But mm -hmm. I really think that if you can come out of this experience better than you were before, at whatever it is you're choosing to be, if you were a singer before, be a better singer. If you were a dancer before, be a better dancer. Even skills, like if you were flexible before, be, you know, or you weren't flexible, be flexible. All these things are, are things that are going to help us in the entertainment industry with our craft. Yeah. And I never think you can learn enough. I never think you're finished. I never think there's a point where you go, do you know what? There is, I've, I've pretty much learned everything now. That will never happen. That will never yeah. happen. So whilst we've got this pause button on, take it day by day and feed your mind. Give yourself more. I'll tell you what a lot of our, um, just because it's relevant because I've been mm -hmm. working with some of them today. Um, uh, some of our uh, dancers, um, you, you know, they they are triple threats. You know, they can sing and they can act and they can dance, but they have been put in the dance box mm -hmm. and that's the majority of their work comes from dance. Um, however, you know, the singing and the acting thing is a, is a, a big part of who they are as well and, and they've got considerable talent in it. And so... Many of them, despite me nagging and moaning and moaning them, you know, for, for years about, you know, you should you should get an acting show reel together. You should start working on your monologues. You should start um, working and practicing on your songs and get a good portfolio together. As much as I've been saying it to them, they just simply haven't had the time because they've been working or they've been in a contract or whatever, mm. and they've just never got round to it. And I'm really pleased to report now that there is a, a real hardcore of people who I've given information to and i've said right go and look into these monologues go and look, uh, look into these songs and they've actually taken the ball and run with it mm. and now they are producing you know showreels of, of themselves and they've invested in some equipment and lights and, and backdrops and things like that that actually is is going to help them because we are moving into a world where everything is self-tapes yeah. so you know, they're learning new skills through it and they're getting really good at it. And, and I just don't think if we hadn't had this period that we're in right now, this pause button, I could keep calling it, mm -hmm. it they just never would have got round to it. They never would have done it. So I'm, I'm happy because by the end or wherever, whenever we transition into whatever's coming next, they will have uh, more marketing tools and you can never have enough quality marketing tools to push who you are. Yeah. I, th I think for a really long time then I don't know if that was all in no it was but... very it was very good well done um <laughs> no very, it's, it's, it's all very correct and it, it really it, it makes me think that this pause time besides obviously people getting ill and you know us mm. losing people apart from the negative 
aspects of it and people becoming mm. i guess having to move out of their homes and like you know i don't want to focus on the negative i want to try and bring light to it because the negative is quite i believe obvious like no, i really mean, had a chance to reset but what you just said though kane all of those things are relevant we can't just look at everything with the blue sky and go you know and i'm certainly not saying you know oh just spend all your days you know learning and, and soaking up knowledge and blah 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 I understand that people are going through massive financial difficulties. Mm-hmm. I know people are concerned about the roof over their head, whether or not they're going to be able to, to stay where they are or, or whether they have to move back home or if they have mm-hmm. already moved back home. I know that people are, you know, the, the, the people among us who suffered with anxiety already, uh, you know, are really, really worried about things like going on pub, public transport or contracting the illness or infecting somebody else. Um, and then also as well, there's, you know, the thing about, will my career will there be a career for me you know our theater's going to open our live venue is going to open again do i need to find another job i mean all these things are really serious serious yeah. <coughs> thoughts and they're not they're not imagined you know sometimes people wind themselves up about stuff that aren't really there these things are there and they do need acknowledgement but you have to it goes back to that taking things a day at a time and going back and going okay what is in my physically in my power to do today what can yeah. i do today and then, you know, breaking everything down. And obviously, you know, like I said, my biggest tip is to keep learning and keep pushing yourself mentally. Yeah. Well, it's like I was going to say, like th- those things, some of these things are out of our hand, out of our control. So anything mm. that's out of your control, don't focus your energy on that. Focus on the things that you can control. And the only can thing do. that you can control is yourself. That's Agreed. the only thing that you're in control of. So it's about yeah. utilizing that. And being able to make the most of it for me this whole pause has been a bit of a reset i've got to stop mm. take a breath and go reevaluate. what mm. are my goals am yeah. i achieving them before was i achieving them before this what do i actually yeah. want to achieve in the next five years was i yeah. doing the right things to do that and it's given me a moment where i haven't got to worry about getting to a rehearsal getting to a show how am i going to get there teaching yeah you know i've removed all these for my life personally, and I'm sure lots of other people's, where I travel for a stupid amount of hours a day, driving a car, I've removed mm. all of these other thoughts and I've got so much time in the day to go, okay, how do I make the most of this time? So I've mm. really tried to, I've always wanted to learn tap dancing. I'm sure people are sick of hearing me say it now, but I yeah. was like, I'm, re- I'm really going to utilize this time because it's the first time I've ever actually had the time to go, I'm going to do an to hour. Do it. Why not? I- I've wanted to make the most of my podcasts. I'm like, cool. Everyone is in the same boat. Everyone is sat on yeah. their ass in their house. Yeah. 99.8% of people have Wi-Fi. We can make this mm-hmm. work and try and really use this time to benefit what I, what I'm, what I'm aiming to achieve. Yeah. You know what and I mean? A, a one, well, something I, I missed out as well. And I know that you're, that for you, this is just part of your daily thing anyway, but I, I have been, um, really sort of um glad that a lot of people have taken this as an opportunity to work on their health and fitness mm. and to work on their diet um i've seen a, a whole load more people convert to veganism um uh, during this time and just to to think about you know like when you're when you're gut rushing to rehearsals or you're mm. going to a job or whatever you, we are a, a country built on convenience we want things that are quick and you know something that's just going to fill the spot and just not even think about it and everybody falls into that trap but all of a sudden 
when you are, when the spotlight is on you on your own and you can think think about what it is you're doing you're second thinking those things yeah you're thinking i need to get out and get some fresh air i need to go and um go and work out today because what does that mean that means i've sat still all day long otherwise mm-hmm. i need to think about the things that i'm putting in my body and because a lot of people have been self preparing their food instead of relying on convenience or takeaways whatever they've actually gone do you know what i need to i need to address this because you get one body and yeah. you get one you know thing to look after and if you don't look after it and i i think that's also been another positive thing to come out of it because a lot of people are readdressing their habits that they had before yeah. and i think that's a again a really really positive thing and i think if people haven't done it then there's still time you yeah know, there's no. still time to you, you can always do it at any point of your life but it to, to people to go okay right uh, this is a, an issue i need to to look at this i need to start eating more healthily and it, it starts to to work because you know staying indoors and not and feeling like you're sort of hemmed in or or whatever can lead to you know putting your hand on the fridge door constantly yeah. <laughs> because you just think that, that there is nothing else you that's almost become your entertainment yeah and i think everybody that i've spoken to who has sort of gone do you know what i'm really going to fight this i'm going to get out and i'm going to make myself eat good food and i'm only going to order this and it, they've some people have really excelled from it and i think that's a, a good thing it is it's, it's 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 really interesting because i'm i've gone the exact the exact opposite way but still i believe with a health benefit my and mm. some people will be able to relate to this especially if you're always very busy like my life is so on always go 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 it's always at 150 mm. percent. there's there's no rest day you know, mm. for the, it's always I'm on stage shirtless four nights a week. So every single sure. day for the past, well, 10 years, essentially, but especially the past four or five, it's constantly been, I have to go to the gym today, even though I'm tired and I'm probably not in the mood, I'm going to make myself because yeah. it's going to benefit. Job. Yeah, it's part of my job. You know, I've constantly thought about, I have to eat this because I have to look a certain way. And actually mm-hmm. this break, knowing that I'm not going on stage to be perceived in a certain way in such for probably quite a while now, um, it's actually been nice to have a relax and take that pressure off and go, I don't need to exercise seven days a week. I need to do enough to stay healthy, but actually I can let my let my body recover say i'm a car that's been driving constantly every day i've put finally yeah. putting her in for a service and mot <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's exactly right and also um to add to that uh, you know a lot of people that have had injuries and they've had to just keep working through them all the time and then suddenly their body's been given a chance to heal you know and their knee injury that was always playing them up or their back or their shoulder or whatever has had the chance to finally actually get better rather than just smashing it on every single job and just having to keep going, you know? So mm. there's, you know, I know we're, we're, we're purposely picking out uh, positive things from this, but there are a lot to be found. There yeah. are a lot to be, you know, to be discovered. And I, and I feel like uh, I'm very lucky because I've had a lot of, um, I personally like my own space. So when through this period, I haven't had to live, or with somebody else that was perhaps irritating me or preventing me from doing, um, you know, my routine and how I want to do things. Um, mm-hmm. But I also know that that people who maybe haven't lived at home for a long time, I've had to move back, you know, into a family unit and had to, you know, almost regress to being a teenager again, yeah. you know, living at home. And that that brings challenges with it because, you know, 
some some living your living environment is everything to you it's everything it should be everything that that keeps your your mind and your and your body and your soul healthy and when you're having to live in a situation that doesn't feel so good for you then that's a challenge more than a challenge so mm. you know again it's something that i want to acknowledge that that i understand that people are going through but i also want to try and give them a pathway to say look you could do this or why don't you try this or why don't you you know Mm. um that's that's my take on on it at the moment yeah definitely so i've got i had a few questions for you and we've kind of covered two of them already but um one of them was like how do you think how do you think performers can utilize this time as we said maybe learn a new skill yeah and and also um it's a real time for self-evaluation you know you just said it as well was i was i doing what i was doing before did i was i achieving my goals it might be a time to go, okay, when I, when I re-enter the industry or when everything starts to sort of return to whatever it's going to be, you know, who do I want to be? What do I, what do I want to portray to the world when I come back? This is a comeback and you can make it epic. You, yeah. can, you can decide who you, what you're going to come back with. You can come back with a completely renewed, refreshed energy for the first time some people are seeing you for a long time you know, that's something that I would reevaluate, you know, mm-hmm. what, what's the comeback plan, you know, and everybody needs one. Everyone's going to need one. It'd be very boring if everyone just suddenly clicked back into exactly what was happening before. I feel like we need, we all need a bit of a rocket to sort of propel us into what the next thing is going to be to make it exciting. It will be exciting, I think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I definitely think it's a, it's a definitely a perspective game. Yeah, the comeback yeah. plan. Yeah, Come, yeah. What is the comeback plan? Yeah, actually, do you know what? We should give everyone who listens this, and if they don't listen, pass it on to your friends. Get people to think of their comeback plan. Write it down. Have an idea, just so you've got yeah. some. This is crossing your mind because I really like that. Actually, a comeback plan as opposed to just going yeah. back to normal. How are you going to come back stronger than you left? Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. great. Um, I've got. I know you're aware of like mental health. You're a big advocate of it. I'm concerned about performers obviously not being able to ha- handle the current situation, whether it be financially, lack of activity, motivation, or even loneliness, especially those away from home. Mm. Like what, what kind of things? Was that like, a question? Did, did someone ask that? No, no, this is just me. These are, these are just thoughts oh, okay. I've been having. Um, <laughs> so obviously besides the, you know, financial side of things, I, I've been really thinking about, uh, I'm very fortunate that I'm in a position where I live with my fiance. And I'm not a Spanish dancer stuck in London feeling lonely. Um, I don't know how we help these people because obviously they've got to follow the guidelines which have been issued by the government. But I don't know. I just worry about people feeling lost and lonely because, you know, you go somewhere to achieve your your goal or your dream Mm. and then maybe it's being pressed on pause. And I was thinking about if I was stuck in L.A., how I felt when I was there in yeah. this crazy time, I was like, I'd lose mm. my mind. You know, I yeah. feel lost. And my concern is for those kind of people. Well, okay. So you've actually given me a platform here to, to talk today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have been saving up something that I've wanted to say for a while. And it does sort of relate to your question um, in, on a broader sense, but I'm going to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, I, I'm not a mental health advocate because I'm not qualified. to talk about mental health and anybody that that is giving advice on the on mental health 
should be a qualified doctor or, mm-hmm. or therapist or, you know, somebody with letters after their name. Mm-hmm. Because the term mental health has been bandied about a lot in the industry. Yeah. And when you need advice, if you're having a, a problem that's, that's affecting you or, you know, depression or, or any of the different things that come under the banner of mental health, you have to seek out the, the advice of, of a professional. Mm-hmm. It, it's imperative because I, there, was, there was something recently and there was um, apparently a, a, a mental health talk that, mm-hmm. was, that was held by the industry. And I didn't go, of course, but I heard that apparently one of the participants uh, stood up and sort of gave off his story in front of all these people, you know, very generously, you know, told everybody how he felt. Mm-hmm. And apparently he was in a, this is all, I'm getting this all secondhand. So if I'm making this up, I'm sorry. It's just what, what I was told. Yeah. And uh, uh, he burst into tears and he was in a, in a state, very emotional state. And, um, you know, he, he sort of bared his soul. And then like all workshops, they come to an end at a certain time and everyone has to go home. Mm-hmm. Now, when you've pr- pulled out information out of someone, private information out of somebody who is probably struggling, you know, with, with mental health issues, whatever, mm-hmm. and then you send them home on, your, on their own and you don't follow up to find out what happened to them the following day or mm-hmm. to check that they got home even, Mm-hmm. That is a, a massive responsibility on the workshop leader's part. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, I'm not saying for one minute something happened, but if something had happened to that person and they'd opened, you know, they'd, they'd opened a sort of um, can of worms with that person in their head and they'd started to think and they went home and then they felt embarrassed about giving all that information out. That is when you need the, the true services of a mental health professional. Mm-hmm. Because they are trained to understand how to deal with those situations. They are trained to to know it, when there's a, a red flag, when somebody is really not okay. Mm. You know, in the industry right now, there are lots of people giving talks on mental health and they're just not qualified to do it. I, do, I find it one of the most bizarre things that people, it's like saying, okay, well, I'm a plumber because I've watched somebody do something with my sink sometimes so I, I might as well be a plumber I'm a plumber mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense you can't do that that's what these people are, are trained for they're the ones you direct people to now myself my um mantras that I chant my things the things that I tell people to do are to do with self-motivation mm-hmm. and they're to to help you in moments when you need additional help it's yeah. when you're, need, you're lacking uh, a drive or something like that. But if you came to me and you said to me, I'm, you know, I can't pull myself out of bed. You know, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. I've, I've been doing some peculiar things. I would say I couldn't, I couldn't help you. Mm. You know, I can help you if you want to you make sure you do a ballet class once a week. Yeah. And, you know, as, as sort of shallow as that sounds, it's more to do with motivation what i can help with and i feel that there's a sort of there's ended up being a very blurring of the lines between when people think they're talking about mental health or they're talking about um motivation uh, to motivation mm. and secondly dancers you know at sometimes have a very raw deal you know they especially today because mm. i think we talked about this in the last 
talk, but there is a lot of um, comparison culture where people are sort of looking at other people and thinking, why aren't I them? Why can't I be this? Why can't I be this? And it is hard. It's tough on you. It's hard to, to, to not bow to that because it's on social media. It's in our face all the time. We're, we're constantly um, showed perfection. And even if it's just perceived perfection, we are we're confronted with it. And it's, it's a lot. It's something I think I said before, I, we didn't have when we were younger. So, you know, I, I feel sorry for this generation that they're constantly confronted with that. But the thing, the thing about it is that when you are um, navigating your own path, as we've talked about today, mm-hmm. like we talked about, you know, what can you do for yourself? That's your path. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard for you to say to somebody else, this is what you should do, because mm-hmm. it's only what you should have done, not what they should do. Because they're a different person, a different makeup, a different sum of experiences to bring them to who they are today. And you're basically saying, this happened to me, therefore you lot should always do it like this. And that is completely wrong. That's completely wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you can give people guidelines, you can give people ideas, you can give them advice, you can say what's happened to you, but they have to decide for themselves do they follow that route? Do they follow that path? Do they, do they do a similar thing or do they just cherry pick the best bits of it and then try to put that into their own plan? But you can't tell people this is exactly what you need to do, especially when you're blurring the lines between motivation and mental health. It's Mm -hmm. really, really important. So my thing to the industry, and I don't care who gets annoyed with me for saying it. I'm not, it's what I believe. It's what I think I, you know, I'll never be swayed on it. Mm. But I just think one, my appeal is to dancers to seek, if you are struggling with your mental health, to seek the advice of a professional. And for, and secondly, for people in the industry who think they are helping by giving mental health advice, you're probably not. Mm. I would just stick to what you know. And whether that is choreography or, you know, advice on what to wear at an audition or how to do your hair or whatever then stick to that because that's what you know you know don't sort of stray into a completely different field which is basically medical in 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 origin it's you know don't don't try to overstep those marks because you could do something potentially damaging to someone and i and i dread to think the advice that's been given out you know already to people who you know are are being filled in inaccurately Mm. um even though I'm I sure it's really, coming from a good place, you know what I mean? <laughs> listen, I'm not saying. Listen, I'm not saying it isn't, but it's mm. like a lot of things that happen in the media and comes into and, and social media. You know, things get sort of like blown out of proportion, or they get they get sensationalised. And for a while, this term of mental health, it was everywhere I looked. Mm. Every single person was putting something up about. You know, they put um, tap. Um, uh, street dance, commercial dance, blah blah blah, and mental health talk. And I was like, "Wow, who've they got going to that that meeting to talk about mental health?" Yeah, you know which doc, which doctor is going down to to, you know, dance attic to talk about it. I just it just seemed like it was you know overblown. It was suddenly that people were using it out of context. And mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I think uh, there is a very well-meaning aspect to it, but whenever you're standing in front of a group of people who've paid money or people who've come to you for advice, they are looking, it's a massive responsibility. 
You mm. can't stand in front of them and give them bad advice because they'll take that advice as gospel. And yeah. that is wrong. You know, they have to, whenever they, whenever they get some information like that, they're, they're relying on you to tell them exactly how it is. And if you are telling it how it is, in, you know, from your perspective, and you're talking about mental health from your perspective, it's not right. It's really it's something I'm very, very passionate about. And I feel I put a, a post up. Um, I can't even remember when it was now, a while back. And then I had a flurry of people contacting me saying, thank you so much for saying that you needed to say that, blah, blah, blah. And that's not the reason why I did it at all. Mm. But it was a lot of people that, that said that they've sat in those talks and just thought, what on earth is going on here? Yeah. You know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be taking all this on board because it's not coming from a qualified perspective. Mm. Um, so yeah, have I said enough now about that? No, yeah, yeah, definitely. No, it's <laughs> it's definitely interesting. Even though I, I I completely agree with what you're saying, I do think it's coming from a. I don't care if you right. don't. No, it, I know. That's what makes that's what makes the world go around, Kane. If people say one thing and another person opposes it or whatever, that's a debate. That's something where you where you spark conversation. If everybody just said yes all the time, you yeah. know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be an interesting world. But when it comes to something like this, I do. I can't just like sit back and go, I'm not passionate about this because I am, because I've had lots of friends who've, who've had, you know, serious mental illnesses and, and mm. different things where you, you know, I've watched them go through it and think, you know, and I've also seen their route out of it and it mm. wasn't at a dance workshop. So <laughs> that's, that's my piece. Yeah. I've said it now. Yeah. Um, we'll put that one to bed, but that's definitely a, I, I do agree <laughs> with you. You're very passionate about that. So that's dope. Um, okay. If you were in the position of being a graduate right now or a performer, yeah. would you mm. consider finding another career choice? No, not at all. If, if it's burning and, and coursing through your veins as a performer, then you must follow your dream. Mm -hmm. I, I think that there is this... Um, name attached to the graduates of 2020 and somebody said the lost generation which mm -hmm. just appalled me because when i think about graduating it was probably the smallest part of my career to date yeah. i can barely remember it you know it, it didn't define me it didn't make me who i am today it was just a day you know it, it didn't make any difference and i know i'm not trivializing the fact that a lot of people wanted to stand there with their cap and gown and you know, mm. do, do the full thing and be amongst their friends. That's a good thing. But if you're going to label yourself um, part of this lost generation, it will inhibit your entire career because you'll always feel like somehow you missed out. Mm -hmm. And actually, the year following graduation is the year you learn. It's the year where you, you find yourself growing as a person, discovering different things, mm -hmm. working out who you are in, from the dance perspective, maybe getting to London, going to classes, discovering new choreography and styles that you didn't know. I mean, this is where you start learning. The graduation is a very small part of that. Yeah. So anybody that wants to sort of go, okay, uh, what a terrible year that was, and we all suffered for it. It's happening now, but it won't happen in five years. It won't mm. happen in 10 years. It will just be a blip that, mm. that you'll barely remember. So don't, I don't want people to, to give in to that victim status about 2020 because you know, there's a big adventure waiting for you still. And no, I don't think that people should should think about going in a different direction, different career, because if you're graduating this year, I think this year is your, and you should think of this year as an extension of your training. Mm. 
-hmm. it's still a way for you to find yourself and to be honest with you what the situation we're in is completely unique so if you guys can make it to 2021 intact with your dreams intact and not um wavering on your on your ambition then you're a pretty strong person Mm. and you you've been challenged more in your first graduation year than most people would have been in their first graduation year so the people that are still standing at that point then you're champions and you just got to keep pushing on it means you're going to it sets a precedent for your whole career that whether you're pushed down you'll still get back up again Mm -hmm. and that's the type of thing i'd i'd like 2020 graduates to try and put into their mindset yeah. And and there is never a guarantee when you first leave college you're going to work. You oh, know, never. sometimes people. I just sometimes think they leave college at nineteen and they they walk straight into a job and they're really really lucky. But then there's others who you know spend a good two years sort of knocking on doors, sending off CVs, going to mm. class, trying to get known, and it can take a while. So there there is nothing to say you were just going to walk straight into a job. There there is probably graft ahead of you anyway. So just just see that as that's what what can happen, and you know, in two years we could be in a very very different situation. It's going to be it could be much better, even you know. Yeah, I just think that the concern is that at the end of I guess every graduating year you'd have a show where maybe agents mm-hmm. see you or directors see you or I don't know how whatever the people who would come to visit the show to maybe take you on or sign you or whatever they're going to lose yeah. that opportunity. Yeah, but you know, Kane. the same for agents it's the same thing at this time of year agents go to those things because they want fresh talent Mm -hmm. and so they're also missing out and then you've got the the graduates who are also missing out you've got the college people who like to work off people's you know achievements and say Mm -hmm. oh this one's just gone into wicked and this one has just gone on tour with that one and blah 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 they they you know everybody's losing out in this Mm -hmm. in this time so therefore what will come from it and i i believe our industry the entertainment industry think on their feet mm-hmm. i think they're the most adaptable um type of people who think right okay that doesn't work what should we do instead and i think there'll be a solution from this where those people will have their day mm-hmm. whether or not they, they do i don't know some sort of london showcase next year maybe mm-hmm. they bat they band together and go we're going to do something collectively and we're going to be the class of 2020 and we're going to have our moment to show. There's always a solution out of it. Mm-hmm. If you, if you give in to the to circumstance, which is obviously uh, facing the world right now, you know, then you can sort of go, okay, well, this is, you know, I haven't got the opportunity that the year before me had, but we can create a different one. We can yeah. do something unique that's never been done before. We can do something that, that showcases us actually better because those showcases that you're talking about they are great and they're a good goal at the end of any sort of term or anything you've worked to to do that show and show everything that you've done it's brilliant but there's only so many people you can get in that theater mm-hmm. there's only so many people who say they're going to come casting director wise or agent wise who on the day say they can't come yeah. but if you put something to film and you put it online you could be having somebody in japan looking at it Mm. Do you know what I mean? There, there is a different solution, and I think you know everybody is realizing the virtue of Zoom and uh, video, uh, just any type of video conferencing, um, learning online, uh, all of that type of stuff is what's going to make the world go round going forward. So therefore, you know, our our way that we did the did the um, end of term shows before, that's what we did. What is it we're going to do instead next? And I think that's exciting. 
yeah. that's creative that's yeah. looking at different or different ways to do different ways and uh, to look at something or how we can do it and perhaps for years you know we didn't break that idea because it didn't need fixing now yeah. it needs it needs fixing so let's be creative and do something else yeah and and the to add on to that i didn't even do a graduation show and i didn't graduate and i still had a career yeah. so that doesn't look at define you I know, right? <laughs> so just for, for people in this position who are feeling deflated and defeated, like just know that this, this shouldn't define you. It won't. I 100% would, would confirm that. It, it won't define you. It is just one little stop on a massive journey. Mm. And that there'll be things ahead of you which are far, far more exciting and more defining as a, yeah. as a performer, as an artist. There'll be, there'll be, it'll, it, sometimes it's the first job. The first job is the thing you remember. Mm. It could be the time you, you first work with an artist in commercial dance. That is a defining moment. But graduation is, is when you're still not quite sure who you are because you're on the right on the periphery of the industry. It's when you get going. That's when the defining moments happen, I yeah. think, personally. Yeah, I think that's when the, the real learning happens. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's all ahead of them. It's all ahead of this 2020 um, graduation. And also... You know, again, going back to the thing about people feeling normal, you know, this graduation spans all industries, mm -hmm. not just performing arts, and it's worldwide. It's absolutely, you know, huge, the amount of people that are in the same boat as you, that are feeling these things, that, that are, are terrified like you, they're all, they're all feeling them, mm -hmm. you know, but you're, so basically you're not alone. Yeah. You know, if you if you were if you're looking out there and you're going, oh, it would only happen to me, then yeah, I can see that it would be quite sad. But actually, you've got a massive, uh, you know, worldwide network of people who are in the same boat as you, and mm. there can be some comfort taken in that. I think. Yeah, I was teaching yesterday, and um, I spoke to the third years at the end of the class, and I was like, you know, the, I know this isn't how you imagined the end of this three-year journey. This isn't the big yeah. happy grand finale you're expecting, but it can only be as big and grand as you make it now. So it's down sure. to you. I was like, you're not in a yeah. classroom where someone can push you and tell you what to do. It's time for you to start making the choices yourself. But actually all yeah. it's doing is pushing you a few months earlier to when you have graduated and you've got to make those decisions for yourself then. Like yeah. you're getting an early start at going, okay, am I going to put in more work today than, I w than maybe I, I feel like? Am I going to put in more yeah. work today than the people I'm competing against? And that's just preparing you for when you leave. It's the time to sink or swim. So if you're really determined, you can make the most of this time and come out of this even better. I was saying to them, yeah. your, your yeah. normal college day was from eight till six. You'd, and you were doing everything that you've been told to do. You know, yeah. everything that's scheduled for you. Well, now your college day finishes at two, three o'clock. So if you mm -hmm. keep working till six, as if it's a normal college day, and use those spare hours to focus on the one thing that you really want to be better at, mm -hmm. pro that could work out more in your favor than even being at college. Because <laughs> yeah. you're still getting yeah. the, the basis of college, but then you're getting that extra time just to focus on what your niche is. I, I um, have got a massive, massive admiration for all of the dancers and performers and singers and actors who have devoted themselves to taking Zoom classes. I mean, I, I, you know, I work with Wilkes Academy, so I've been aware of their process with this mm -hmm. since they started it, but I know other colleges have been doing it too. And I think in the beginning, everyone was sort of excited because we'd already had a bit of downtime and it was, you know, people were bored and they, mm -hmm. 
there was a novelty about going on to do class. But then I think over time it's become harder mm-hmm. because the motivation is more difficult to get out of bed, to, to force yourself to do ballet and blah, blah, blah. So uh, for those of them, those people that have stuck at that and have really worked hard, then I, I totally salute you because I think that it's, it's taken a massive, massive wave of motivation to do that. And I think that it just is testament, again, like I said, that you will probably be a stronger race of graduates Mm -hmm. because you've had to fight off all these things. I mean, does anybody really want to just sit down and take it and just go, right, that's my lot. That's, I feel sorry for myself. I'm not going to, or are you going to fight back? And I think everybody that's got up and forced themselves to do Zoom is already fighting. So mm. the graduation thing, you'll keep on going beyond that. If, you, if you've got this attitude already and this, and this ability to keep pushing yourself forward, that's a, a great grounding for a career, mm-hmm. great grounding. Because when you get out and you're not timetabled, like you just said, eight or six or whatever, you have to create your own timetable. You, you, you have to make sure that your, your days is filled with motivation and doing stuff. Otherwise, you just lie in bed. Mm-hmm. So actually you know, you've already discovered that skill at college mm-hmm. and that is not normally where you learn it. No. So, um, yeah, I admire all of them. All and, of them. and I must say, for me personally, that's been a massive contributor to my dance career, of my success, is that I've always made a schedule. I've always gone, yes. I, might, I might not have planned it for the week, but I kind of know on these days I'm going to take class. I'm going to go to the gym at this time every day. I create my own structure and I... Mm. For me, I benefited more actually after college because I got to zone in on the things that I needed to achieve, not yeah. I was told I need to achieve, you know? But that's why you've done well. Mm. That's, you know, you, you've pushed and you've motivated yourself and you didn't have someone kicking you out the backside, you kicked yourself out the backside and therefore, you, you know, you're still standing, you're still in the industry, you're still working, you're still doing, doing well and that's testament to all your motivation and hard work. So well done to you. Wow. Thank you to everyone that helped me along the way. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to cover? Yeah, actually. Um, I feel that one of the, the contributors, and we have touched on it already in, in the social media realm, mm-hmm. about the contribution of, of people's anxiety and, and worrying about stuff and all that type of thing, and what, um, how uh, social media can whip that up. Mm-hmm. I think people forget, because we're now so attuned to checking Instagram, you know, every spare minute of the day, um, looking at what, what other people are doing, like what other people are saying. I think we're so switched on that that is part of our routine that, that people sometimes don't even realize they're doing it. It's just a natural thing. They, it's a go-to at every point in the day. Yeah. And I've got this um, massive thing about um, taking back power. Mm-hmm. because there's so many things at the moment in in general in the world and just you know even day to day where we are sort of having to sort of hand over our power you know to other people um we hand over our power you know at times where we where you know things have been going on in there with covid-19 you know we've had to surrender our power to different people and that's that's not a good thing to do mm. and so an active thought to go I'm taking back my own power today. I'm not going to be confronted with imagery, imagery or, or things or stuff that I don't want to have to look at. I'm going to not look at social media today. Mm-hmm. And then you step away from it. 
And that is you going, I'm taking control back. This thing is controlling me. This, this app is controlling me. I'm going to step away from it and I'm not going to let it have control. I, I will choose to look at it tomorrow at eight o'clock. But before that, I'm going to step away from it. It's not going to rule my life. Mm. And um, I did that um, two weeks ago. And it just became something that I was, I thought, um, you know, that I wouldn't be able to, to keep it up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I thought that I would give in and then suddenly go, okay, I'm just going to have to look or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't, I stuck at it and I, and I've managed to, to block it out. And then once one, as I managed to do it one day, the next day came easier and so on and so on. But there was almost a, a sense for myself that I had sort of, overcome something that was threatening to sort of consume me a little bit Mm. because you 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 sort of feel that if you don't check or you don't look that maybe um you'll miss something or there'll someone will have sent you something you need to look at or whatever and i thought well actually all the people i need to talk to right now i can talk to and they know how to get hold of me and they've got my number and they've got my email address they can contact me that way. I don't need to be present on social media because the other thing about social media is people feel compelled to be present and to look present on social media by posting, by putting different things up, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the day, throughout the week or whatever. And they, they feel compelled that they should do something. And there's become a sort of um, culture that people feel that if, if somebody isn't posting or isn't putting something up there, then they're clearly not doing anything they're not contributing, they're not thinking anything. You know, there was a, a massive um, amount of people who grew up without social media, myself included, mm-hmm. who did things in private. You know, when I've been charitable through this period of COVID-19, when I've, I've helped people with money or I've given people advice or I've, I've given people my time, Mm-hmm. I've done that without, I don't need anyone to tell me well done for that. So I don't need to video it. Yeah. I don't need to post it online to prove that I did it because mm-hmm. that, that is ego posting. That's mm-hmm. basically me saying, I want to be recognized for the fact that I've been charitable today, that mm-hmm. I've lent somebody some money that I've given it. That that's me basically going, I want a pat on the back from that. And I actually don't. So therefore a lot of the charitable things that I do in particular I don't tell people that I'm doing them because mm-hmm. it's just not, it's not something I want to be gratified for. But the, but I feel that people bow to the pressure on social media and feel like if everything they, they do isn't reported, mm-hmm. then does it even exist? Mm-hmm. So I appeal to everybody who is out there and feeling like that actually the balance between is your app your Instagram app controlling you or are you controlling it? I think you should readdress that balance and go, I'm going to take the power back. Even if it's for a day, mm. do it bit at a time. Or even if you go, I'm only going to look at this app three time, three, three days out of a, a five day week. I'm mm. not going to spend all my time on it because I think that is you not only taking the power back, but it is a much healthier thing. It's more about living in the now and going, okay, I'm not just going to look what everybody else is doing. I'm going to focus on what I'm doing and what I can do right now, not mm-hmm. what I can do, you know, to show everybody else, though. Um, so that's that's something that I feel that, that, you know, if everybody, especially in our industry, where I said this comparison culture is, mm. if they all started to sort of go, okay, why am I even doing this? Why am I looking at this over and over again? 
it will actually give them a bit more time in their own day to work on themselves. I think yeah. definitely. Um, and then the last thing came, I just wanted to say just to, to everybody, uh, of, of course, with people having more time on their hands, lots of people have written to Dancers Inc or INC artists and asked about representation and, you know, here's my CV, here's my photo and all that type of thing. And we sort of made a pledge, uh, myself and the other agents at Dancers Inc, that for this period, while everything was going on and we were all on pause, um, that we wouldn't take anybody else on and that we would focus on the people who we had on the books mm-hmm. already. Yeah. There's been a couple of exceptions, but it's mainly because of people that we were already talking to before mm-hmm. this started. Yeah. But um, on the whole, I really wanted to take this time to reach out to the people that we had on our books that maybe needed our help, that needed help with self-development with their, you know, like I said about the monologues and, mm-hmm. and working on songs and things like that. And that, it, it would have been very hard for us to do that, taking new people on who we don't already know and have any relationship with. Yeah. So I want to say thank you to people that have been sending all your stuff in. We do receive it. We have do appreciate it. Thank you for being proactive. I think it's uh, a good thing to be proactive and, and think about how you can get in front of more people. But with respect, we're just going to focus on our people for now. And then, you know, mm-hmm. at such time when we feel like we can be generous enough to open up and have our minds ready to look at other people than we will. I've, I've always thought if you, if you represent too many people, you can't, that's not really represent representation in the true sense of the word. You have to have mm. the ability to get to know people or be able to, to say 10 things about them, which you probably heard me say before, but I'm mm-hmm. being consistent. That's what, what I believe. Yeah. So, you know, there will be a time. I'm not sure when it is, but, I'll definitely welcome, you know, new talent at that point when we feel like it's, you know, appropriate. Yeah, for sure. Dude, thank you so much for your time and uh, for your your mind. No, well, um, it's a pleasure. And I just want to wish everybody, you know, the, the same old stay well and, you know, look after yourselves, look after your loved ones. And, um, yeah, I hope if you've got any questions that maybe direct them, to Kane and then he can get them to me for sure. Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much, mate. And um, I hope You're to welcome. see you sooner than we hope. <laughs> yeah, take care now. Take care, buddy. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Share the podcast with your friends and family. And don't be afraid to message us on Instagram if you want to talk to us, if you need advice, or if you've got any questions. I will do my best to answer them. And if I can't, I will get help from the person who can. One love, stay safe. Ba 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 ba.